G'day, I am Tam and I am here to talk publicly about the crap no one else does. This podcast is for ladies wanting a no BS honest conversation about women's health, wealth, struggles and success. We talk separation, divorce, we banter about boob jobs and so much more. Join me and my guests as we share our insights and stories and have a whole lot of fun along the way. G'day everyone. Thank you for jumping on to the I Am Tam podcast. I am Tam Shields and I'm really excited that you're on here. Today I'm going to be talking about setting healthy boundaries after separation. So setting healthy boundaries is not just a great skill for single women but for anyone really who wants to increase their confidence, anyone who values their time and their health and once you know how how to do it for yourself it's a really great skill that you can show others including your kids and, and extended family. Um, today I'm going to be obviously setting, talking about setting healthy boundaries after separation, but more specifically I'm going to be going over how to recognise unhealthy boundaries, the essentials to setting boundaries with your ex, also creating healthy boundaries with your friends, family and your kids, and what to do when boundaries are breached. So let's kick off. How to recognise unhealthy boundaries. So awareness and recognition that there are unhealthy boundaries is really key to resetting them. So some examples of what unhealthy boundaries look like. Um, have a think about this when I'm talking about it. Like what of these or are there any of these unhealthy boundaries happening in your life right now? So maybe um, overcommitting and feeling overwhelmed by what you have to do. So have you taken on too much responsibility or are you taking on too much personally or professionally before or right now? Um, another one is maybe disrespecting values, opinions or beliefs of others when you don't agree with them. So have you, have you ever been mocked or picked on for having a difference of opinion? This is something that's been significant over, particularly over the last few years. So that would be disrespecting um, a boundary and it's an unhealthy boundary. Have you ever felt guilty or been made feel guilty for setting aside some time for self-care? Okay, that's overstepping of a boundary also. Do you maybe struggle to speak up for yourself when people are treating you badly or making you feel uncomfortable? And do you say yes over a desire to say no because you want to please other people? Now, chances are you might have several unhealthy boundaries in your life right now, whether they're with your ex or your friends or your family, but recognising they are, they are there is really the first step in switching them over. So the essentials to setting boundaries with your ex. So in the essence of time, I'm just going to go and give a few tips in setting boundaries with your ex in what are probably the three most commonly breached areas of the relationship through separation. So the first one will be emotional boundaries. Uh, the second is communication boundaries. And the third one is financial boundaries. So I'm going to give you guys an example that I have personally had in each of these spaces. So emotional boundaries for me, these were really, really unhealthy during mediation in my separation. Um, I found mediation to be something that significantly impacted my emotional health and also, if I'm going to be honest about it, my mental health as well. Before I attended every single session, I felt um, completely anxious. I felt sick, physically sick. Um, I also, during the process in itself, I found it so disempowering. Um, I know that there'll be other people, other women that have had a totally different experience, but I'm just giving you mine as an example for the emotional boundary and how I changed that. So that experience for me, um, I found it to be soul destroying. I found it to be unjust. 
um, and to be unfair as well. And I found it um, emotionally really, really tough. So in my situation, I actually stopped doing mediation. Um, I had parenting arrangements or a parenting order put in place through mediation which then later on when that needed to be changed, I decided to go down the avenue of having a family lawyer communicate on my behalf instead. Okay, so for me, I was able to put that boundary in with um, a family lawyer and able to speak to them about um, what what my needs were and that actually removed that emotional boundary being broken for me. I didn't have to sit in the same environment, the same room as my ex and, and communicate in that way that I had done in, in, um, in mediation previously. And instead I was able to speak to my solicitor, my family lawyer who I trusted, who I knew had my back and, um, and let them relay the information and communicate that way. So that's the emotional boundary that I put in place there. Let's talk about communication boundaries. So how do you actually communicate with your ex? Um, do you do it over the phone? Do you do it in person? Do you communicate in person? Is it um, by email or, or by by text message? Um, for me and the things that works best in my particular relationship is we now communicate via email and occasionally text message. Um, very, very rarely will we communicate verbally and it's just what suits us best. Okay, Um, I found that when we tried to communicate verbally, it would end up being um, unhealthy. It was unhealthy for both of us. We were never able to get to um, get to an agreement with things. And therefore, I also think it's important to put communication boundaries in when there are, um, you know, when there's when there is potentially things like um, name calling. Um, any type of verbal abuse going on, any type, you know, if you're somebody who has experienced physical abuse in the past, definitely putting in communication boundaries is very, very important. So I like actually personally um, doing uh, communicating via email because it also I'm I'm quite a reactive person by nature. So by actually um, having to sit there, type the email, read it back has been something that's been really um, healthy for our relationship Also, yeah, it stops me from just reacting and making a phone call and saying something over the phone. And that goes both ways for my ex and I. So we find that communicating via email is much more healthy. Um, And then the third one that I want to talk about in um, setting some boundaries with your ex is financial boundaries. So this can be um, financial boundaries are often breached in a separation because it is often used as a form of control over uh, either of the parties usually the woman, okay, Um, particularly if you are are separating or going through a divorce and you might have been out of the workforce for a period of time, you might have been raising the children um, and you've had to depend or rely on your ex to, um, to support you financially. So having to ask for money, having to come to an agreement in terms of income, um, that can be really difficult. Um, you might be in a situation, and I totally understand this, that you were promised, um, you know, support, financial support, and they're not given it uh, just because it is something that can be used to control and manipulate the other party. So there's a couple of things you can do. You can get a financial consent order put in place, and that's a legal document that must be followed. Or 
you can go through government assistance and use child support. Now, child support is something that you can access as a single parent um, from the moment of separation. You can get in touch with the local government agency and they can give you some information about that. But um, what I love about child support doing it this way is that they are the people that collect it on your behalf. You don't actually have to collect it yourself. So, for example, if your ex is working and they're saying to you, I don't have any money to give you or I'm going to give you this and they don't, then um, you simply get um, child support to collect it. They will actually get in contact with your ex's um, employer and they will just work out whatever it is in terms of your care arrangement. So child support is actually based on percentage. When it's done through the government, it's based on percentage of care um, who has the child the most, whether you are the primary carer or the secondary carer, um, and also um, income. Okay, so it's based on it, on a, it's calculated by that. So they will actually just work it out for you and then you'll get paid um, from child support that way. Just be aware though that sometimes this system can be manipulated as well. Okay. Um, quite often, more often than not, actually, unfortunately, um, there is a, there are situations where an ex-partner will stop working for someone else or make some type of a deal with their employer so it does not show what their full income is. They might decide to work for themselves and be declaring less income than what they are actually earning and that is another way that they can get around, um, you know, paying what is, you know, what, what the entitlement is for child support. So, Whilst it can't, you know, it, that putting that boundary in place, using child support, getting a third party to collect is great. Just know that that system as well can be manipulated. Okay. So the next point that I want to chat about is creating healthy boundaries with your friends, family and your kids. So um, maybe you've got some friends and family, you know, around you right now that um, when you spend some time with them, you feel worse <laughs> after you left them than what you did when you got there. So that's a really good indication that that person is draining your energy or um, is not really a positive influence on you. I'm not saying don't see them all the time or, you know, don't ever see this person again, this friend or family member can be more difficult when it's family. But what I will say is be really, really protective of your time and energy. I mean, we should be anyway, really, but particularly when you're going through separation and divorce because um, it is a stressful time. It is a challenging time. So, you know, one thing that I do is when I see someone's name come up or if I bump into someone and, you know, they're inviting me to something or they're asking me to do something with them or for them, I always say, look, I'm going to check my diary and I'm going to come back to you. Okay, so you may or may not have a diary, but that's beside the point. What this does is it gives you space to work out if doing that or meeting up with them or spending time with them is actually aligned with what you want. And then it puts that boundary in place for your time and your energy. Okay, so boundaries with family, quite often they really want to support you. However, they aren't sure how to support you. So you can communicate with them about what's going to work for you and how you'd like to be supported. Um a boundary often crossed with family is, you know, they will press for details or they might want to give you unsolicited advice. Now, they probably think that's what you need and they just want to help, okay? But if that makes you uncomfortable or you're not ready, then you need to communicate that with them. 
Um, share with your friends and your family some ideas that explain what they can do to support you instead. So um, in our new I Do to Divorce community, in our guide, we actually have a document in there that you can share with friends and family with some, idea, with some ideas on how they can positively support you through your transition. So things like, you know, just listen to me. Don't offer advice. Um, don't trash my ex. Uh, maybe show up with a meal. Um, you know, offer to take the kids to and from activities for me to help out with that. So, you know, these are things that your friends and your family can support you with, but sometimes they just don't know. Um, another thing, like keep inviting us out, even, you know, even if we say no, particularly at the beginning, just keep asking. We love when you ask, okay? But, um, you know, that guide is there to help um, the people around us, our support system around us, know what they can do to help because often they just don't know, okay? Let's just touch on our boundaries with your kids. So boundaries that are being breached with our kids are often a mirror of the boundaries that are crossed with our ex-relationship, okay? So if you've been in an emotionally abusive relationship, if your kids have witnessed arguing or constant berating, name-calling, things like that, they might come to think of that as normal behaviour, Unfortunately, they're going to mirror that behaviour. So the first step to setting a boundary with your child is communicating that offensive language or behaviour is not something that you're going to accept from herein. So I can coach you on this. I can coach you on how to be empowered, but it is up to you, the individual who is going through this, to actually become empowered yourself. I can lead you to this. I can give you the tools, but it is you that needs to make, make take the action. Okay, but... You're not only your kid's mum, but you're also a woman, an individual who will not tolerate a breach of this particular boundary. Um, kids are going to throw things at you, right? They are going to do it, particularly teenagers. <laughs> um, they might even say, you know what, mum, I don't even want to live with you anymore. They might want to go, I want to go and live with dad. So do you know what? This is something, this is a hurdle. This is an obstacle that I have had to um, overcome as well. But if I am getting threats, if I'm getting spoken to badly, if it if I am being disrespected, then I'm going to give you this response. And it is, I will say to my child, if they said, you know what, I'm leaving, I'm going to go and live here, there or everywhere, I would say, okay, I'm going to come and help you pack your bags if that's what you want. Either way, whether you live here or you live there, I'm, I will love you. I will always love you. But I do not and will not accept how you're speaking or treating me. Simple. Make this very, very clear. That is how you step into your own power. You make it clear by setting boundaries that you will not tolerate it, okay? That's the first step. So what are you going to do when your boundaries are breached? So physical boundaries, they should never, ever, ever, ever be breached so you call triple O if you are in danger, okay? 1-800-RESPECT is also the National Domestic Family and Sexual Violence Counselling Information and Support Service. So triple O if you are in immediate danger and 1-800-RESPECT is a National Domestic Family and Sexual Violence Counselling Information and Support Service. Now, physical boundaries. They are physical boundary violations feel like receiving inappropriate or unwanted touch, being denied physical needs. So told to keep walking when you're tired, told that you need to eat, wait to eat or to drink or having someone come into your personal space 
in a way that is uncomfortable, okay? They're physical boundary violations. As women, we're really intuitive and our body sends up signals to tell us when something's off. You know, ladies, that feeling, that knowing, you know, we have to start noticing it. Get curious about it. It's there for a reason. It's actually your internal protection mechanism. So have have you ever met anyone in your past and something has just felt off? Not quite right. Trust that. That's your instinct. So when your boundaries are being breached physically, call the police, triple O. When your boundaries are being breached emotionally, I want you to start getting curious. I want you to ask why they are. Start thinking about that and feeling it. Why why do you feel like your boundaries are being breached emotionally? And then take action. You can communicate that. Say that it needs to stop, step into your power. If it's financially your boundaries are being reached, go and get some financial advice or speak to a family lawyer, okay? These are all action steps that you can take. So I've given you some insight today about what it would look like um, on one of our weekly I Do Crew Q&A sessions. I actually host these live sessions every single Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you can't make it, if it's too early for you, then you can simply jump on and watch the recording later. But that is for our I Do to Divorce membership community, the I Do crew. So my intention through this podcast, through this community, is to share my experiences, to share my wins my challenges and my losses, um, give you connection and also resources. I hope that anybody that is transitioning through separation and divorce can see that there is now a platform to be supported and guided and coached and mentored in a healthy way to regain your own confidence, to become empowered, to regain your power and to live a healthy and thriving life. Too many women are just surviving right now. Eight years ago, ladies, I was one of them. Several months ago, I realised that eight years on, there was still no guidance or support platform for women that were transitioning through separation and divorce that they could access affordably, instantly, and with resources and community that is really detrimental to having a healthy transition through this time. So that's why I created the I Do To Divorce community. As part of the community, you have access to the I Do To Divorce directory. So that's a guide to an empowered separation and divorce. We talk about family lawyers. We talk financial advice. We talk holistic holistic healing as well. Um, We also have those Ask a Tam question sessions. So they're every Wednesday morning that I already mentioned. You have first access for retreats, events that we have on, special announcements. You also have exclusive early content to the I Am Tam podcast. You get access to new blog posts before anyone else. You have access to the private I Do to Divorce Facebook community, the I Do crew, and um, loads of other resources as well, including my little black book um, of I Do to Divorce Professionals that are going to help you transition empowered and thriving. So thank you for jumping on and waiting till the end. I just wanted to let you all know that for a limited time only, if you are going to join our I Do community with the monthly subscription, which is only $44 Australian dollars per month, and remember you can cancel this subscription at any time, you're going to receive 
two 30-minute one-on-one guidance sessions with me free. So they're valued at $110. But that's not all. If you are going to join for the 12-month subscription before tomorrow, which is Tuesday, the 8th of November, not only are you going to receive two-month subscription free, but you also receive four one-on-one 60-minute guidance sessions with me free, plus two sets of our Inner Pink Fit recipe cards, one for you and one for a friend. So that's over $1,022 worth of value for only $440. I have been coaching and guiding women to feel and live their most confident, healthy and empowered lives for years. So if this is something that you're ready for, don't wait. Thank you for showing up um, for yourself today. Thank you for listening and you are totally worth it. Um, I've spoken about it before on other podcasts about the fact that when I I made a decision to um, become a single mum and, and uh, leave my marriage because I wanted to break the pattern of of generations of women in my family who stayed in unhappy relationships for the kids yeah. and and they weren't healthy they no, weren't healthy relationships they no. weren't. kids are not affected by divorce and I know that's a bold statement to make mm-hmm. kids are affected by conflict whether you have that in your relationship or your divorce that's what they're impacted by conflict yeah. they want to feel safe and <laughs> secure and they want to see mum happy and healthy yeah, more than anything. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm really impressed by the work you do and thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being on here. You're amazing. Thank you.